tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. Clubbers, we are back. I'm your host, Chaka Smith, joined by my lovely co-host, Miss Annie Parker, IAPB Pro and Masters in Nutrition. Yes, 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 we got to talk about it. And of course, our guest of the hour, Miss Koya Webb, a yoga vegan activist, uh, holistic health coach, and author, and also vegan protein purveyor. So we got to talk. We got so much to talk about. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Um, but of course, let's just get right into it. We got to talk about coronavirus. We're talking about uh, big breakfast and the calorie burn. We're talking about your sleep mm-hmm. schedule and your cardiovascular health. And then we got to talk about a little bit more about getting loved up. But first, the coronavirus. Uh, there's been a lot of scare, a lot of fear. How are you guys feeling or coping? Are you guys nervous? What's the deal? <laughs> I mean, I'm just kind of shocked. I'm like, wow. And I think when things like this happen, I try to stay, you know, balanced, like try to stay informed, but also aware. So I am flying and I am flying through LAX. Mm. And so, um, you know, I kind of researched about what masks that I need to have (laughs) and things like that. The ones that work, the ones that don't work. And I want to be prepared. And also with kind of the things that happened with you know, the helicopter accident and then now the coronavirus, I'm going to see my family. I love L.A., but it just, you know, I feel like no moment is promised to us, and I love everything I'm doing now. The biggest thing I miss is my family. So I was going to Atlanta just to do a job, but now I'm going to drive to Tennessee to see my family. Wow, and you guys just had a big tornado. Yeah, we just had a big tornado. I I was just like, hey, sis, are you okay? It's so scary. Yeah, I'm glad everybody's okay. Thank you. Yeah. How are you coping or dealing? Uh, you know, I have moments of of fear, but for me, mindset is everything. And if we allow ourselves to be consumed with that fear, we will literally manifest that into our lives. So um, for me, I think it's a great reminder to everyone to, you know, all of a sudden people are like, oh, I should wash my hands. And it's like, yeah, but you should wash your hands all the time, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and not just depend on um, an antibacterial, but like really just be cautious that when you're out in public, don't put your hands in your mouth. Don't, yeah. Um, and yeah, especially with the traveling and stuff like that. Uh, we were talking before we started, like certain masks work, certain masks don't. Just like, this is a really great time to educate yourself because all of this stuff is really, you know, you can kind of prevent yourself from getting it if you're smart about it. But it seems like it's really impacting the elderly more, too. So it's not like I'm more worried about, like, my grandfather who's 93 and yeah. stuff like that. So Yeah, so the positive impact has been, I think it has been a reminder for us to check into some of these things. Mm-hmm. But the reality is it's really affecting people that have compromised immune systems. So yes. for the most of us, we don't have to be, you know, too scared about dying from it. But of right. course, you don't want to get the coronavirus and be oh, sick yeah. for a while. No one wants that. Um, but as of March 3rd, so we're where 90,000 people have been infected with the coronavirus but three and there's been about three thousand deaths. And for some context, uh, that that's about two percent of the people have died from coronavirus. But the flu kills about less than one percent. But SARS killed about ten percent. So mm-hmm. in terms of deadliness, this is not the first time we've encountered something of this nature. But what we have seen is that there have been it's spread asymptomatically. So people are spreading it without showing signs of yeah. um, being sick. And there have been a couple of cases where it seems that. They're not sure how that person got it. They came in no contact. So that's a scary part. But yeah. in terms of the outcome, we don't have to really worry about death if you have a strong or, or healthy immune system. 
But what you should be watching out for, in case you're wondering, do I have coronavirus? Um, you're looking for coughs, fever, mm -hmm. um, trouble breathing, but it does result or could result in pneumonia. Yeah. So that's when you might think about calling the doctor. But I recently heard about one person that got tested and they went in, they didn't have it, you know, but they did the responsible thing, but then they got a bill for $3,000. Whoa. So, yeah, because they went through all the testing for it and what have you. Um, so wow. it's like. You want to do the responsible thing, but then the healthcare in this country is a little, you know, these it's outcomes are like, up. what? So uh, that's something else we got to figure out, but uh, another topic. Right. We'll just <laughs> pack in those herbs, make sure you got yeah. your bladder rack yeah. and your iris moss and all those there you good go. things. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. What, what can we be taking to incre increase our immunity? Um, bladder rack, iris moss, erdelberry, all of those herbs, and I do say herbs, not just you know, not just vitamins. You want to take mm -hmm. multivitamin too. You want to have your supplement. Make sure your immune system is, you know, your body is repairing. So protein, amino acids. But taking things like echinacea, elderberry, and all of your immune boost, <laughs> your immune boosters are is so so important right now. Yeah. How do you feel about mushrooms? I've been doing the mushrooms for immunity. Yeah, I think mushrooms are great. Like mushrooms, I feel like are part of it. I feel like the seaweed, like the bladder rack and Irish moss have yeah. more minerals. Yeah. Um, but the mushrooms, in addition to that, it's really great, especially yeah. for your brain health and just mm -hmm. your health and repair and overall, like, health. Yeah, and I've been doing my oregano oil. What are, you, are you taking anything that, else? That's yeah. exactly what I was going to say. Um, when we're talking about a virus, we know that antibiotics aren't going to work. Yeah. So, you know, and obviously we want to stay away from antibiotics unless absolutely necessary anyway. So, when we're talking about a virus, your oregano oil, your grapefruit seed oil, things that are actual virus killers that people, a lot of people don't know about, but if you do have a virus, the grapefruit seed oil, the oregano oil, those are going to be your strong virus yeah, killers. I'm taking it on the daily. Mm -hmm. I don't go. want corona. No, no, yeah. no. But, but it is scary, though, because we have no vaccine for it, and yeah. none of the things that work for flu work for it. So right. that is a scary part of it. But if you do get it, you're probably going to be fine as long as your immune system is healthy. Right, yeah. So, and I think the only time I've gotten like a little bit creeped out is like I do have allergy-induced asthma. Mm. So like just knowing oh, that. Oh, yeah. You're like, is yeah. this the coronavirus? I'm like, I'm like wait. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that, that going to make me compromise? Because. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, you have a breathing yeah, condition. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, because it's a respiratory yeah. right? you have a infection. Yeah. So, it's, you know, but well, stuff like that. Well, just don't take it on a $3,000 bill. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 That $3,000 yeah. bill will Make sure you have check. some coverage. In <laughs> right. Gosh. Um, but our second story of the day is a big breakfast may actually help you burn double the calories. So when I read this, I was super surprised because, like, everything we've read has been kind of counter to that. Um, but this was actually looking at having a big breakfast versus, versus having a smaller breakfast and doubling up on the calories in the evening. Mm -hmm. So what we do know from the study, um, Journal of Clinical Endocrinology and Metabolism, is they looked at diet-induced dermogenesis, and they found that you're, it's two and a half times higher after breakfast than it is after dinner. So they, when they looked at this group, the group that ate the smaller breakfast was actually prone to snacking more, had more sweet cravings, and then the thermogenesis was actually lower when they had the bigger meal in, in the evening. So if you're going to have breakfast, it looks like you want to go for broke and have the bigger breakfast. Um, what do you guys do for breakfast? Well, what's your kind of strategy there? I'm all about a breakfast smoothie. Like, I, I think, you know, you're breaking a fast when you break mm -hmm. it. That's what breakfast is mm -hmm. and that, you know, you should wake up, drink your lemon water, and then have your smoothie, put your nutrients in. I feel like the biggest meal should be at lunchtime. That's when the sun is the highest. That's when our digestive, digestion is the biggest. 
when you compare it, which is interesting, you compare breakfast and dinner, it's interesting because again, those are times when you actually don't want to eat as heavy. You want to eat your heaviest meal when your digestion is best through the center of the day. So if you ha- if I had an option to have a bigger breakfast or a bigger dinner, I would opt for the bigger breakfast, which yeah. the studies show would be better because I have the whole day to you know use that energy that I've consumed. Yeah. Whereas before nighttime, you're just going to go to sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would say, you know, biggest meal meat is in the center of the day. I always do a smoothie in the morning, but on the weekends I have my pancakes and my yeah. French, you know, my French yeah. toast. You know, I feel like you know moderation is key, mm-hmm. um, but totally go for your biggest meal in the center of the day. And but if you had to choose breakfast or dinner, it would be smarter to do a little bit more on the breakfast end. What does that biggest meal look like for you? What are you having? Oh my God, it can be anything from like a huge salad with lots of vegetables. Like I love dirty kale, which is a salad that I made uh-huh. with like avocado massaged into my favorite kale of the day, raisins, walnuts, and whatever toppings, hemp seeds, whatever oh, I want nice. to throw on top. Yeah, oh, it's <laughs> so good. And I put a little Bragg's in there because it oh, makes it yeah. taste like bacon mm-hmm. and so good. <laughs> um, I've been vegan for 15 years in March, so trust me, I'm not eating any bacon, but the flavor is impeccable. Yeah. And so a big salad, or I'll eat one of my complex carbohydrates, so quinoa, lentils, or chickpeas, as long as it's sprout, I, mm-hmm. I eat those. Wow. Um, so, and then usually I have vegetables with that in like a saute or a stir fry. Wow, we gotta talk some more about this. That's uh, like some real throwing down yeah. in the kitchen. I love food. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what about, what, what do you do for breakfast? Has it changed since you were competing to now? No, um, it really hasn't. And, and you know, we talk about bigger meals and smaller meals, and I'm really with Koya. Like, I, I definitely do not do a big breakfast in general. Um, I actually feel heavier all day if I eat a big breakfast. I feel like I'm a little more sluggish, and that's why a big breakfast may be on a weekend when I know I'm not doing a whole <laughs> lot. But um, for me, I, I really I can't even say that I have a large meal at any time during the day because they're all pretty consistent. You know, mm-hmm. I, I stay – all my meals are fairly small – um, I do snacks throughout the day, too, so I never get super hungry. I never really allow myself to get super hungry. And, yeah, I have, um, honestly, you know, I think we've talked about it before, but I don't even eat anything really until, like, maybe 10, 10, 30, 11, and then it's something light, and then I go for my workout, and then I'll have, like, a nice a nice lunch and then another snack and then a light dinner. Yeah, nice. So, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I, I do intermittent fasting and re- didn't really address that. But what I love is that all these diets kind of, f- like, fit within this study. You know, this was mm-hmm. like, I, I feel like people should look at these studies as guideposts yeah, and, right. you know, and then figure out what works best for them. Mm-hmm. You know, and even if the study doesn't kind of wash with what you do, watch what you do. And if it's working, it's working, yeah, you know. Yeah, right. So, um, but our last story is not sleeping on a regular schedule can lead to poor cardiovascular health. Um, this was surprising to me because it wasn't just about the amount of sleep you're getting. You can be getting the right amount of sleep, mm-hmm. but if you're deviating by 90 minutes or more, the, the journal published in the Journal of American College of Cardiology found that you were doubling your chances for a heart attack. So, which is crazy because they looked at over 2,000 people between the ages of 45 and 84 who had no cardiovascular disease in the prior five years. So these were healthy people at the time, and this deviation led to double that that risk factor which is huge because we know that one out of three people in the U.S. die because of heart, heart disease, and mm-hmm. over 60% of us will have a major cardiovascular incident before we die. Yeah. So I was just shocked by this because, you know, you're already getting the struggle to get the six to eight hours or whatever, <laughs> you know, the optimal amount we're saying. And, but now even just deviating from the time you might sleep can actually hurt. Um, do you guys, have you struggled with sleep? Or have you found anything to hack that, that struggle? 
I'm a bear. I don't struggle at all. <laughs> but I, I would say I was shocked to hear that, you know, that it's not healthy or it can impact your health to not go to bed at the same time all the time. Yeah. You know, I think when my schedule is fairly um, normal, uh, I try to go to bed within the hour. You know what I mean? Or I, at least I get In into the bed hour, the yeah. same hour, which is right around midnight, and then I sleep till 7.30. So I'm always pretty consistent with my seven and a half hours. Sometimes, <laughs> she, sometimes well, I can This sounds eight. like a luxurious... Yeah, yeah, you know? I love, that. I love nice. it. But I did, like, I was just on a TV show for the last two weeks, and we had a call time of, like, 2 a.m., and, and sometimes we would get done at 2 a.m., and, you know, it was really crazy. So there was no consistency, which I actually love, too, but now I'm hearing it's unhealthy. So. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I agree. I sleep very well, mm-hmm. and I do yoga nidra, which is like yoga for sleep, and it's so great. So I I think that it's very interesting, like the consistency, though, mm-hmm. because I feel like what were they eating to where they're not consistent? And yeah. I feel like what you're eating before you go to bed, especially what we were just talking about, if you're eating a big meal, that is going to affect your sleep. And did that have anything to play into it? Yeah. Because, yeah, it's very interesting when it comes to sleep. But I sleep very well. I think you should eat light, like no matter when you go to sleep, like not eat an hour before you go to sleep, because I feel mm-hmm. like food affects your quality of sleep yeah, and absolutely. it affects your cardiovascular health. Yeah. And they found that a lot of these um, people were retirees. So they were... Mm-hmm. They were dealing with, I can go to bed whenever I want now. Mm-hmm. You know, that whole yeah. thing of like you work the nine to five now. You, yeah, that freedom. Right. And but now to know that you know it's not just about doing whatever you want, whatever you want. Especially when you're older, you want to make sure you're getting those consistent outcomes to avoid a mm-hmm. uh, poor cardiovascular outcome. Mm. So. Wow. Yeah, for sure. But um, we got to talk about getting loved up. Yes. Um, this is a, it's it's a movement, really. Right. <laughs> so how did you even get this idea for getting loved up and deciding to put that out in the world? Well, you know, like most people, here I am working odd hours, grinding so hard, thinking I, you know, trying to get that four-hour work week yeah. and then do <laughs> all the one? things, you know, <laughs> just trying to do it all. And I realized that I wasn't taking care of myself. I realized that I wasn't getting enough sleep. I wasn't spending time with friends and family. Like, mm-hmm. my whole, like personal life was suffering and so I realized through an injury I got injured running track and field and I had to slow down and when I started to heal myself I realized wow I started to breathe I started to see all the things that I was missing and so get loved up was formed so that I could love myself first and most so I could love others in the world more yeah and so it's really based on you know self-love mental health doing all the things we need like sleeping eating doing our meditations writing in our journals like all my book includes a lot of self-care like and then practices I have used to get over fear and mm-hmm. get over self-judgment and self-pity and like a gazillion other things and then the second pillar is uh, oneness connection to others because I truly believe the more we communicate like we're doing now mm-hmm. the more we become unified the yeah. more we share what we believe from a space of love the more we can educate each other so totally. that's exactly what you guys are doing <laughs> here and then the last pillar is the world so by eating a plant-based diet by being mindful with how we consume and how we connect that is really going to change the frequency in the planet so get loved up is love yourself love others love the planet oh I love that and then did it, did it start as a community and then you started to author a book and then go into other things or did it start with the yoga community and then 
it started there. personal. It started a personal practice, and then it started with the yoga community. Then I started a yoga school. So uh, twice a year, July and December, I host like a training oh, wow. in LA, and I'm certifying people in holistic health and yoga. Wow. And that's how it started. And then we post online and share online, so the community is growing worldwide through you know Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. And now I think we're just like launching like an alumni chapter that is in different cities around the world activating wow. weekly meetups so that we can sit and we can talk and we can share about what's going on in our lives because so many people especially strong ones and driven people yeah. we're not sharing our downfalls we're yeah. not sharing yeah. ways that we are upset and hurt mm -hmm. and that's the only way we can heal if we reveal it we can heal it so yeah. that's what these get loved up sharing yeah. circles it's like getting oh deeper than the Instagram highlight reel right yes <laughs> yeah. exactly because yeah. we're missing that human connection and it's I want true. get loved up to bring that human connection back yeah oh, that's, I love that and like exactly what you said and even with in our family sometimes it's so easy to rely on social media like I had um you know, I had bronchitis a couple weeks ago. It was not the coronavirus. I was like, oh. but no, 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 uh, no, no. Where's but, the mask? You know, and I had said to my mom, I said, I said, man, I think you know, I'm, I'm really sick. Like it's, you know, I'm coughing a lot. And uh, she goes, you look fine on your Instagram. Oh. And, and the fact, yeah, but it's like that's my job. Yeah. I'm doing my job, you know. Right. And, and like some people don't realize that, yeah, you, you don't really. I'm not going to like go on Instagram and be like, I'm so sick, yeah. you and, know. And no one's going to check in with you because they yeah. go, oh, you know, she, she must be fine. She's not yeah. on Instagram going, I'm so yeah. sick. Yeah. Right. So it is important, you know, exactly what you're talking about to really talk about those things and check in with each other. Because sometimes, yeah, when we're the strong ones and we're putting on this like solid face, like I'm the nutritionist, I'm the healthy one. But, you know, I'm kind of going through something because I was moving. So, like, yeah. you know, my immune system was down going through something for a minute. You kind of feel by yourself because yeah. you're so used to being strong. So I think that's amazing to have, like, a group, a community you know, a platform for that. Absolutely, and I'm learning more online that I can share when I'm going through things, which I yeah. normally don't do either because mm -hmm. I'm looked to be the strong, but mm -hmm. if I'm learning, no, you can share when you're sick, you can share mm -hmm. when you're hurt, you can share when you learn new practices, so mm -hmm. I'm actually implementing that more in my social media too. Yeah, because it's not a letdown to others that you are having a bad day oh, or you're having <laughs> I remember I got a breakup like, man, you gave me hope for relationships. I was like, I'm sorry. So honestly, but that well, that is why because yeah. people will be sad for me and be sad ever, and it concerned me. Yeah. And yeah. I, you know, so it's a it's a it's, it's a slippery slope. But I do think it will help more people yeah. when I am sharing authentically that I'm not superwoman. I have bad days. I have yeah. fears. I go through things too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And how how did we get to is this? This is not the book. This is, right. That's the journal. Okay. For this you. is the journal. Oh, I <laughs> yeah. love this journal. And I, I noticed in the journal. We have some names with hearts on? Yes, those are, are our alumni all over the world. That's wow. their birthdays. That's amazing. Yes. I love that connection. Thank you. And then how did how did the book come about? So the book came about because I always wanted to share my story. Because, again, people think, like, oh, it's just been great for you. And, like, the carpet was rolled out. I've been through so much trauma in my life. And so in the book, I share my stories of trauma that I normally don't share online. Mm -hmm. And I show people the tools that I use, meditation, yoga, breath work, looking at my limiting beliefs, mm -hmm. um, really understanding my spiritual energy centers, and what I did to help get myself out of fear-based thinking out of trauma mm -hmm. to live in my purpose yeah. and I think we all have spiritual gifts that should be shared with the world yes. and that book Let Your Fears Make You Fierce is going to help people uncover those gifts I love wow. that thank you mm -hmm. I, I feel like what you're doing though and like in, in finding and getting closer to this truth 
in some ways it's a full-time job right oh yeah um so how does the average person you know you're struggling you want to get to the meditation and yoga but you feel like you know i got my nine to five and my kids how do you make a shift or start to get into that space where you're you're getting loved up Right. I think just to remember that we all have a a purpose in life, and that purpose is collective, to love and be loved. If everything you're doing with your your job, your children, everything you say is just putting out love and you're allowing yourself to receive love, that's a start. Mm -hmm. The more you realize and you take the time to check in, even if it's closing your eyes in a deep breath in the car before you go into work or before you go into your family, that moment with yourself, checking in with your soul, is that's our soul is the only thing we have before we come and that's the only thing we have when we leave our body so when we connect with that Mm -hmm. we're divinely guided to what we need to do to get in alignment because sometimes it's not about doing everything i say or you say or everything that any person tells you online Mm -hmm. it's about seeing what's going to work best with your lifestyle and when you go within you can find that out so i think anyone just start with closing your eyes for 10 minutes every day and just listening to your breath, taking a couple of deep breaths. Mm-hmm. You want to add a little guided meditation onto that, you can. <laughs> want to do a little yoga, you can. But just that breathing and connection is where to start. Yeah, and you help people with that, to get into that slowly. Because it's hard for me to meditate, you know. I'm just like, what am I doing? Try my happy place meditation. Yeah. It's online. I have, like, meditations on YouTube and yoga mm-hmm. on YouTube. So anyone can get it. And I would say just try a guided meditation and let yourself be guided and see what happens. I love that. And, um... I noticed you you have a lot of different types of yoga, Ashtanga, and then you said Yoga Nidra for sleep. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've, I pride myself in doing a lot of yoga, but I don't didn't even know that there's so many different types. Right. What's the sort of, what's the purpose of the different types? Like, how specialized are they, I guess? Yoga is like fitness. So you yeah. have, you have like hit training, then you have mm-hmm. weight training, then uh, you have, you know, so it's, yoga is similar. So Ashtanga is really rigid and it's um, more like, specific poses and specific breath and vinyasa flow is more flowing and do whatever you like and then yoga nidra is like before sleep and kundalini is like spiritually awakening so each one has a different emphasis because yoga helps you mentally spiritually and physically so you'll pick the one you want depending Mm -hmm. on the outcome that you want for that day amazing do you teach yoga somewhere do you have like a center that you yeah, you do it in LA. I have a home studio. You do? Yeah, I have oh, a home so studio. Nice. You guys are both invited. <laughs> Thank you. And I also do pop-ups. I have a pop-up coming this weekend. I'm going to be doing the playground with Pop Sugar. Oh, so nice. you guys come out if you got to want to get loved up with me. Yeah. Get a little oh, It's going to be me and a lot of other amazing wellness professionals. Awesome. So, you know, click the link in my bio or go to my website and check it out because it's going to be nice. Awesome. And I actually yoga need you said you do that for sleep? Yes. Like, how does like how does that work? Do you, what time uh, do you do it? Like, is it like a five minute right or is it like before. an hour? <laughs> I mean, it depends on how long it takes you to go to sleep. I can go to sleep in five minutes and Same. I sleep very well. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can get through like the a whole 20 or 30 minute set. And it's basically just going through every body part, doing a body scan, relaxing every part of your body, mm-hmm. you know, setting your, your intention and really deciding what it is you want to manifest while you're asleep. Mm-hmm. Like, is there any healing that you need? Is there any calming that you need? So it's a very mm-hmm. relaxing, sweet, oh, okay. and gentle process. Well, I didn't know what introduced me to yoga and Adria. Well, <laughs> now you're years. introduced. <laughs> and I'm actually getting yeah. certified this year, oh, so wow. yeah. you'll be having some yoga and Adria for Yeah, me. <laughs> that's exactly what I need. That's perfect. <laughs> um, and then recipe-wise, we're talking about the food that you made. How did you come to... Were you A, were you vegan when you started Get Loved Up? And then how did you come to, I guess... 
you know, cause as a vegan myself, it's hard to come to a place where I'm putting all those great ingredients, the kale and the hemp. Like, I, I don't even know what to, where to buy and where to find it when it comes to all those different types of flavors. I know the basic stuff, you know. Right. So how did you work yourself into a position to start making those choices, I guess? So first of all, I love food, yeah. and I love to keep it simple. And if you commit to keeping it simple, and I keep it simple through sauces. I love barbecue. I love curry. I love teriyaki. If you really get like four or five of your favorite flavors, or let's say seven, so you have one for every different day of the <laughs> yeah, week, right? right? You have you have pesto, barbecue, yeah. teriyaki, whatever, whatever your seven is, and you buy those sauces from the store, or you learn how to make those sauces. Mm-hmm. Google vegan sauces; it'll come up, <laughs> and then make those, and then put it on your fruits and vegetables, or put it mostly on the vegetables because the yeah. fruit they're great in by yeah, themselves. Yeah. So put on your vegetables. Like I make curries, I make wraps, but I'm really simple. And again, I have my compost carbohydrates and they all sprout. So I only use chickpeas, lentils, and quinoa because if you soak them, they sprout. Mm-hmm. So that means they're living. Now when I'm out, if it's vegan, I'll eat it. Yeah. But at home, yeah. I'm very regimented. So I'll have that and then I'll have a green. It's really important to rotate your greens so you get the different um, enzymes and nutrients from the different. So I'll eat red leaf lettuce or arugula, then kale, then spinach, just mix chard, you know, just yeah. really mix it up. Mm-hmm. And then I make sure that I'm drenching it in whatever sauce, like saute it. And, I, and it keeps me happy. So I think if you don't try to complicate it and just make it really simple, but like fun and flavorful and add new things as you can and in the morning I always just do a smoothie and I have peanut butter and jelly smoothie but which I make with almond butter I have mango smoothies strawberry smoothies I I just love having fun I actually have a chakra smoothie challenge that I did chakra smoothie challenge (laughs) chakras are the energy centers in your body it goes from the root to the sacral to the solar plexus to the Mm -hmm. heart to the throat to the third eye and then the crown at the top so there's seven centers and each one has a color, and each one have foods that actually raise your vibration and your energy. Oh, wow. Okay. So I made smoothies to go with each one. So oh, that's, that's awesome. so much yeah, fun. Yeah. And, yeah, it's mm-hmm. on my website if you want to check it out. But it's just, like, fun. And oh, when you have amazing. fun with your food, I think it encourages you to eat healthier most mm-hmm. of the time. Yeah, and how did you make the decision to go vegan? I made this decision because, uh, first of all, I was like, let me just try it out. You know, I I heard of all these things, you know, with the food. And I was like, you know, let me try it out. And I was vegetarian. And then I met this athlete. He was like, well, why are you still eating fish and eggs? I was like, oh, for my protein. He was like, well, I haven't been eating fish and eggs in five years. And he looked like you, basically. And I was like, oh, okay, so it works. I'll try it. And when I tried it, the compliments about my skin and I could feel the difference in my energy, that's really what made me go. What made me stay is the fact that, You know, it's so great not to have to harm another being in order to thrive. And the fact that I don't have to harm any animals in order to thrive and be healthy really brings me joy. And also the fact that I don't have to harm Mother Earth and the planet because it's really detrimental. You know, we use up a lot of resources, you know, when we eat animals. So I feel like if I can help a little bit with my diet and I know if I'm inspiring someone else, it's helping a lot and Mm -hmm. it becomes a ripple effect. So And you can still eat in an amazing way. Yes. And now that more people are Understanding the impact of, you know, um, food on our diet and on the planet. A lot of people are making the decision to eat more plant-based, and it's really having a great effect on the variety and the food that I can get when I go out, when I travel around the world, I can get good vegan food. So that brings me joy. Yeah, I'm waiting for like a like a McDonald's vegan, like a full vegan McDonald's or a yeah. full vegan sort of fast food. Because then, then you'll know like 
It's made it, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know that Burger King has the Impossible Burger. So I yeah. just saw that today. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. I'm not bold enough to do it because I'm so afraid of the way they're making it. Right. Yeah, so the, it's like... Well, they are supposedly, after getting that, like, suit or whatever, yeah. um, doing it on separate grills. I don't mm. trust... I don't I mean, trust... Yeah. The kid in the back is like think, a high school kid. I think it's not really for not. seasoned yeah. vegans yeah. anyway. Yeah, I think I it's for people like... I'm going to be honest. I've eaten it, and... My mom, me having a burger with my mom brought her joy. She's like, oh, oh my yeah. God, you're going to eat it with me? I was like, yeah, mom, it's vegan. It's, and it, she was so happy. So for me, like, for people transitioning or yeah. if you're trying to introduce, like, having a meal, like, I'm all about love at the end of the day. Like, love is my highest call. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I can actually have a burger with my mom, we're, we're just Amazing. going out. Yeah. It just really made her happy. So that, yeah. That's what I love about that is that it's, it's getting people that would not normally try it. Right. Yeah. So exactly, and then now you got the vegan protein powder. Yeah, um, and what inspired that? Obviously, you're about strength and showing people that you can be vegan and have muscle and right. do the thing. So, um, yeah, what inspired? I'm guessing that's part part of what inspired yes. it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and I feel like you know, let's be honest, I, we miss meals. We're working mm-hmm. all day, and right after the gym, it's best if you get your protein in at least 30 minutes mm-hmm. after you work out. Mm-hmm. We're in the traffic for 30 minutes half of the time so when I just put a protein in a shaker bottle I feel good I feel nourished I'm not hangry so I think it's really important and also before bed to really get that repair so you can wake up in the morning vibrant I think it's really good to have like a plant based protein supplement and so for that reason I think it's important the reason I created this one because they're not clean this one's clean organic kosher nut free gluten free and I feel like a lot of times because of the competition there's so so many ingredients and proteins mm-hmm. that we do not need. Yeah, it needs sure. to be clean and it needs mm-hmm. to taste good in water. Yeah. I'm a happy girl. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I created the Get Loved Up protein because I want people to get loved up with the amino acids they need to be, the, for their body to recover and that's what you have. Yeah, because that's what I was saying about even the meat industry before is that I think, you know, corporate interests like really polluted just even the entire food supply really and so yeah you don't want to see that happening with veganism where people are just kind of cutting corners and still you're not getting the healthiest food that you can get right yeah so this is awesome is there going to be an extension of this? What else can we expect? <laughs> what else can we expect? Well, I have started with some get loved up herbs which have some of the ones that people don't know about with this, mm-hmm. which is the Bladderwrack, Irish mog, butterack root, some of the ones that really are going to help boost our immunity and give us what we need. So I've started that herbal line. And I don't know what says. I think mostly a lot of education and how people can do it simply and how it could be accessible for people who are in low income parts of the world mm-hmm. and, you know, just don't have access to a lot of the foods. That if you're living in California, you have a farmer's market on every corner. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so I really want to make it simple and I want everyone to feel like they can eat a plant-based diet and feel healthy and vibrant. Oh, I love that. And you, you, you've had so much success over the last 10 years. Two-part question. Mm-hmm. Um, what advice would you give to someone who wants to kind of lean into that, whether it's the impact or the sort of full-time self-care and spreading that to other people? What's your advice to someone who wants to lean into that and getting success in the way that you've gotten success and then what do you think the next 10 years will look like? Where do you expect to see yourself in the next 10 years? Ooh, two good questions. <laughs> I guess the first one would be love yourself. Mm-hmm. Like love yourself first and most and you'll have plenty of energy to love mm-hmm. others in the world and realize that 
you know, when you nurture yourself, if we don't, we become depleted, we become cranky, um, we start missing food, we start eating the wrong things. So really pay attention to your emotions, how you're feeling, and check in. I feel like the more that I check in with my soul and my spirit, the better that I feel and the more that I'm divinely guided to my path. Like, what am I supposed to do next, yeah. right? When I was kind of listening and looking outside of myself, like on Instagram and in magazines, it's like, that's what everyone, that's what someone else is doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But my path has become more clear because I spend an hour or two in the morning checking in, breathing, journaling, um, really reflecting on, I have reflections and rituals that I do every day and the reflections are asking myself how I feel, um, what brought me joy, what am I grateful for, things like that, which I share in my book. And then after, I'm starting my rituals. So the yoga, the meditation, the smoothie, all these things. So I would say, do that and when you do that what you're meant to do whatever your spiritual gifts are they're going to come to you they're going to be present in your life I truly believe that nice and then the second part (laughs) next five years or ten years years. where are you in the next ten years wouldn't we like to know I'm just going to be living and loving and doing a lot of education and entertainment I think people are going to see me speaking out more about like why I'm I'm vegan plant based Mm -hmm. about women's issues about social justice about really you know expanding my voice and my platform I think there's I've had a lot of fear I almost kind of wrote my book for myself like (laughs) I had to give it over my own fear and realize that yeah you will have some judgment and you will have some pushback but this is your dharma this is your purpose so don't be afraid to stand in your power so you're going to hear a lot from me you're going to see a lot from me and I'm just going to continue educating and we got some entertainment coming up so look for some production soon I love it And my last question for you, before we get to our fun little segment, Fit Club 5, um, last question for you is, when you write a book like you've written, when you get to this place of, like, you know, I think really checking in with yourself, how do you get back to that place if you fall off track? Do you have moments where you fall off track and you find, oh, wait, I, I thought I was in one place of peace and loving myself, but I'm not, and how have you gotten back on track? I always think go back to self-care. And I have this thing called a love bank. So you can get a mason jar and take pieces of paper and write down all the things that bring you joy. So it could be time in nature, playing with a baby, listening to your favorite music. I actually have my playlist in my book, ones with and without music. Write down all the things that bring you joy. Put them in your love bank. When you're feeling down, uninspired, unmotivated, reach into your love bank and pull out something that really brings you joy. And that will shift your vibration from fear and funk to joy and love and gratitude. Yeah. So that is my number one thing that I like to do. And that's more powerful. I have a thing called the happy box where you can like pull out a happy statement, but the fact that you write this yourself and like yes. you see yeah. your own handwriting, like, okay, wait, I had a moment of joy in this. That's kind of cool. I love that. Yeah. And then you, you're you a very spiritual person. I can feel it. I can see it. So where, where did that come from? Did you have a moment where, you know, that kind of... Um, you know, I feel like we all kind of have a moment that brings us into a spiritual, more loving place. Like, what was that for you? Um, that's such a good question. I feel like I was raised, you know, Southern Baptist, like in the church every Sunday. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when I found yoga, that practice went from Sunday to every day. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I can connect with the Holy Spirit like every single day and I can just connect and thrive and ask questions and and I think that's really when it shifted for me so that was kind of in college and I realized like wow like this connection should be a daily connection and I should pray every day and meditate every day and since I've been doing that I have felt nothing but I mean I've got had my down days and off Mm -hmm. days but I know how to come back just go back to the breath I feel like the breath is spirit moving through each and every one of us. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) 
now we got our, our segment Fit Club Five, yes. so we can get to know you. Five rapid fire fire questions that you just answer off the top of your head. Okay. <laughs> get ready, Miss Parker. All right, all right. I like the music. Yeah. Wait, do I get to ask her first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. ask her all. Oh, the all right, all right. So the last person you texted is. Oh, Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hopefully not getting in trouble. <laughs> Who is your dream dinner guest? Ooh, Oprah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. What was your last meal? Mmm, mulberries in the car on the way here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, of course. Mulberries. mulberries. <laughs> your favorite junk food. Ooh, favorite junk food. Oh, donut friends. Can I get some after? Yeah. <laughs> okay, at least it, <laughs> it, you guys. At least it's real, real junk food. Some people say like chickpeas. You're like, wait a minute, come on. Oh no, yeah. no. Donuts. I don't have healthy junk food. I like donuts. <laughs> yeah, no. And I, apple pie and brownie alamote. Oh, sorry. Those are all very <laughs> yeah. I know. I just realized pretty much all these questions are about food. So if you were on death row, what would be your last meal? Oh my goodness, life row. Okay, so <laughs> I would have. I would have a full course meal starting with a drink. I would have kombucha <laughs> and then I'd have like a tea because I love tea. So I, I, I'm obsessed with throat code. It's weird, but I like it. It's good for my voice. Wait, throat too. Code? Throat yeah. code, I know. I, I actually, tea. that is one it's of the so few teas good. I have in my cupboard that I drink all the time. Yeah, I drink it like almost every day. But I don't day. like it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why I like I think it's the licorice. I know. I so say that too. Good. Mm. It's so good. It's I like some more, but that's yeah. just on my mind right now. So, mm. so that. And then I would have like probably for an appetizer I love those cauliflower buffalo wings my girlfriend so was good. just yes. talking about them last yes. night they yes. make it, they're making my mouth water right now mm-hmm. cauliflower buff- buffalo wings and then I really 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 love the um, butternut squash ravioli oh. at Sage Bistro <laughs> <laughs> We're going to all need yeah, to go to dinner. I know, right, right, right I know. Actually, all these things are... I, I really love that. And then Sun Cafe has this black truffle, black olive truffle <laughs> pizza, and it's so good. You I guys, was just there yesterday. If yeah. anyone's eating with me, you know I will eat all of this in one sitting, yeah. <laughs> and then I'll have that, and then I might have a dirty kale salad. Yeah, dirty kale salad, because that's my favorite, and then dessert, and I want three things for dessert. Mm-hmm. I want my apple pie a la mode. I want my brownie a la mode. <laughs> And um, those two will suffice. Brownie. <laughs> she's really. I like, I, she's like digging. She can really taste this right now. I, I think. I think I would love to also have that drink that I really like. I am immortal from Cafe Gratitude. Oh, you yeah, guys know that yeah, one yeah, yeah. with the mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would be great. And then I'd be happy. Then, you'd be then good I can. Too. I can go into the next. You're round. going out turning yeah. other people vegan in the in the, in the prison. So that's good. Right? Yeah. <laughs> the be like, oh wow, I didn't know I could have this. I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, we want to thank you so much for joining us. This has yeah. been incredible. Thanks for having me. This was so much fun. So fun. Thank you. And thank you for filling in, Miss Parker. Thank yeah. you so much. Always where, a pleasure. Where can they find you online? So I am on Instagram at Ms. Annie Parker, uh, on Twitter on, at Sassy Fit Chick. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> and Koya, we got a pop up this weekend. Where can they find about that? And where can they find you online? You can find me at KoyaWeb.com, K O Y A W E B B, and on Instagram, KoyaWeb, and Get Loved Up, and on Facebook and Twitter, KoyaWeb. Nice. And we got a pop up Pop Sugar yes. this weekend. This mm-hmm. weekend is coming for you, Sunday. Link, link in the bio. Link is in the bio. Awesome. Or on the invites page on, on my website. <laughs> awesome. Uh, guys, we'll see you guys next week. You guys can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Shaka Strong. See you guys next week. Bye. <laughs> 
on behalf of our BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood Redefined.